Greetings, friends around the world. This is Dr. Bob Teal for the Bible News Prophecy Channel. I want to talk about the 117th U.S. Congress and gender in words. The 117th U.S. Congress opened on January 4th, 2021. And there was an opening prayer by a Protestant pastor who's also a Democratic uh, Missouri representative by the name of Emmanuel Cleaver. But his prayer wasn't Christian. The prayer began with a hit of hope for decreased political division. But toward the end of the prayer, Cleaver asked the Hindu deity Brahma for peace across the land and inside Congress as well. Brahma is the creator god in Hinduism. According to legend, Brahma was self-born inside of a golden egg. Although he's considered to be the god of creation, Brahma is also considered to be mortal. But just in case worshiping a Hindu idol wasn't controversial enough, Cleaver then concluded the prayer with a politically correct play on the word Amen. Amen and Ah woman, he said. Now, Christians don't pray to Hindu deities. Let me add that saying Ah woman at the end is making a mockery of prayer. The word Amen or Amen has nothing to do with gender. I'd like to read something from a free book that we have that's online at ccog.org called Prayer, What Does the Bible Teach? Close with Amen. Jesus entered the prayer he gave in Matthew 6 with the term Amen or Amen. In the received text, the Greek word Amen, transliterated into Latin characters as Amen. Nearly all the books of the New Testament end with the word Amen. Some don't like the word Amen. Some claim it's pagan. It's used to calling out or praying to an Egyptian sun god. However, Amen or Amen stems from, stems from the Hebrew word Aman, pronounced Amen, meaning to support, confirm, or rear up. The Hebrew word differs from the Egyptian god Amen or Amun used in the Bible. Yet some falsely claim that saying Amen is actually a prayer to that pagan deity. Amen itself means truly. Christians can say truly or ver verily if they wish, but most use the term amen. Basically, the word signifies that you believe and agree with what was stated before. Christ often used this word in the New Testament. In the King James Version, uh, amen is often translated as verily. Believe what you pray and have the right attitude. Amen. Now, the Bible, at least the New King James Version of the Bible, uh, uses the term uh, amen uh, 77 times. It's a blasphemous mockery to end a prayer with a woman. Like that's supposed to be an equivalent to amen or amen. Now why might this Protestant pastor and Representative Cleaver have ended his prayer that way? Probably because he knew that there was a plan to introduce gender-neutral words or rules for the 117th U.S. Congress. And that happened the next day. So let me read something from the news about that. The House adopted a new set of rules for 117th Congress in a 217 to 206 party line vote on Monday. Democrats also sought to prioritize diversity efforts in the rules package. One provision orders the use of gender neutral language in the House rules, including pronouns and references to familiar relationships like father, son, mother, or daughter. We made the change for the sake of inclusion, not exclusion, McGovern said. Now, I don't agree, but let's read something else about it. 
The changes mean that the rules document will use language such as parent, child, and sibling instead of mother, father, son, daughter, brother, and sister. It will also replace chairman with chair, seaman with seafarers, himself and herself with themselves. These changes apply only to the rules documents and do not prevent House members from using gendered language at any other communication, although some right-wing politicians and commentators have contended that gendered words have been banned. Now, I saw somebody tweeted about this, and she says, look, she's a mother. She earned the title. She went through the childbirth and delivery process, and Congress shouldn't be able to take this away from her if she was opposed to it. Now, not all Democrats, by the way, supported this, because it was the Democrats who voted for it. I'd like to read something related to uh, Tulsi Gabbard. Former Rep. Tulsi Gabbard spoke out Monday evening against the House's recent ban on gendered language, saying it, quote, denies the very biological existence of women. When asked by Fox News host Tucker Carlson if the new code of conduct designed to promote diversity and inclusivity is an effective way to promote women's rights, Gabbard responded, it absolutely does the opposite of that. It's the height of hypocrisy for people who claim to be champions of rights for women to deny the very biological existence of women, Gabbard said, arguing that the rule shows how out of touch lawmakers are with reality and the needs of the American people. The first act of this new Congress could have been to make sure elderly Americans are able to get COVID vaccine now alongside frontline healthcare workers, Gabbard said. Instead of doing something that could actually help save people's lives, they are choosing instead to say, you can't say mother or father. Gabbard, a former presidential candidate who did not run for election for her House seat, said she believes that there's a biological distinction between men and women, boys and girls, which led her to championing the anti-transgender Protect Women's Sports Act. Congress's new ban defies basic common sense and basic established science, she told Carlson. Certainly, this defies common sense, basic science, and truth. The Bible warns in Isaiah 10.6 in the Old King James, God is going to uh, punish or send punishment against a hypocritical nation. And if you look through the New Testament, Jesus used the term father, and the Bible frequently uses gendered terms. What the House of Representatives has done is just so wrong. While this is a proper change to the English language, doing something like that would be closer to impossible in languages like Spanish or, or Latin where all nouns have gender. Now as far as biology goes, I'm going to go to Matthew 19, verse 4 to 6. Jesus taught the truth about biological sex. And he answered and said to them, Have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female? And he said, For this reason... A man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So then, they are no longer two but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not man separate. And God has defined males and females and gender. Congress can't do away with it. Of course, many moderns want to act like there's no difference, but the Bible is clear that men and women are different. Truth is still the truth. Now you'd think that supposedly educated political leaders 
would not try to change the English language or ignore the truth about biology. But that's not the case. Now, why would they do that? Well, basically, they're hoping to get political points for doing so. A more biblical reason, however, is found in the New Testament. I'm going to go to Romans uh, uh, chapter uh, 1 and read uh, a few verses, starting verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness because what may be known of God is manifest in them for God has shown it to them. And it's obvious about differences between these males and females. Now let's go down to verse 22. See something else the Bible talks about people like this. Professing to be wise, they became fools. You know, despite biological truth, a lot of moderns want to teach things differently than facts, and they want to ban information that doesn't, they don't agree with. While the West likes to act like it's the last bastion of uh, freedom of speech and religion, more and more restrictions keep getting proposed. Now, there's a last day's prophecy I want to read. This is from 2 Timothy chapter 3, uh, starting verse 1. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. Men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. And from such people turn away. For this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins, led by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. The truth is, men and women are different, and there are males and females, and there are brothers and sisters, and uh, aunts and uncles, and grandmothers and grandfathers, and etc. Et but 117th Congress, at least the House of Representatives, thinks it's good to eliminate gender in a language. I should also mention that some advisors to the uh, Biden-Harris uh, administration indicated that statements that insult sinners are hate speech and that they should be prosecuted. People don't want us to tell what's going on and tell the truth about lots of things. Now, the Bible warns about those who despise good in the last days. And I read you a passage from of the New Testament. I want to go to the book of Isaiah in the Old Testament. Isaiah chapter 5, starting verse 20. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Yeah, woe to those who do such things. But the 117th Congress, they're wise in their own eyes when they do this stuff. I'd like to read something that Jesus said. This is from the book of Matthew. I'm going to go to Matthew chapter 12, and I want to start in verse 36. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. By your words you'll be condemned. The handwriting's on the wall for the United States. Biblically, I don't think it's expected to last two full presidential terms from now. Statements by the 117th Congress 
hopefully are blatant enough to people, for people to see that the end of the United States is coming. If they can't tell the difference between males and females, you can't talk about a mother versus a father, what is so-called freedom of speech in the United States? Jesus said, by your words you'll be justified, by your words you'll be condemned. This is Dr. Bob Teal for the Bible News Prophecy Channel.